them from the room, lifting their souls into the air where they could become one with the music. I see inspiration, LMA told her aunt. Sissy smiled, pleased. Yes, picture these girls as you bake today, and your work will be inspired too. LMA did just that. The notes from Handel's compilation kept her company as she boiled the peaches, and then slipped them from their skins like a woman shrugging off a thin coat. She hummed while pouring crushed almonds, flour, melted butter, sugar, and eggs into the industrial mixer. Later, after spooning the rich chocolate pecan filling into tiny tart pans lined with cookie crusts, Ella May twirled around and around in front of the ovens, her wooden spoon raised like a conductor's baton. Gone were all thoughts of Sloane, or of how strange it felt to wake up alone in the guest bedroom bed in the carriage house or that Chewy had gnawed through her one and only purse last night. She felt weightless, floating on warm, dough-scented currants. When all the tarts were done, four of Sissy's current students arranged them on ceramic platters and carried them to tables on the enclosed veranda. The parents and prospective students would conclude their tour of the school by taking refreshments in the upholstered wicker chairs facing Lake Havenwood. By the time they reached the room, they were tired and hungry. Fans turned lazily overhead, greeting them with a tantalizing aroma of fresh, warm pastry, and the visitors loaded their plates and retreated to chairs to sample one of Ella May's tarts. Within minutes, the restrained and polite chatter increased in volume. A girl seated in the middle of the room began to sing the opening bars of the flower duet from the opera Lachme. Unbidden, the girl at the next table joined her, their voices intertwining like jasmine vines. Suddenly, two other girls rose and began to dance, while a third opened her violin case and effortlessly accompanied the singers. Ella May caught Sissy's eye and was amazed to see that her aunt appeared calmly amused, as though spontaneous displays of artistic talent occurred at every open house. Later, as Ella May tidied the kitchen, Sissy breathed in, her face glowing, She handed her niece an envelope stuffed with cash. This is more than we agreed on, Ella May protested. Sissy waved her off. I had to give you a commission. Every single family put down deposits to secure a place for their daughter before they left. We've never had a full enrollment prior to July 1st before. Thanks to you, I can actually enjoy the rest of my summer. She performed a celebratory pirouette. Well, I do need to buy a new wardrobe, Ella May said. And Chewy tore my purse to shreds, so I'd better hit the shops while Reba's keeping an eye on him. Sissy had just opened her mouth to comment when the shriek of an alarm bell echoed through the kitchen. What's going on? Ella May shouted over the clamor. Someone pull the fire alarm. Help me make sure everyone's clearing out of the building. I don't know if this is real or a hoax. My girls are too well-mannered to set off the fire alarm as a prank, so I don't know what's happened. Hearing the worry in her aunt's voice, Ella May darted off toward the back veranda. Turning a corner, she tripped over the curled end of a rug and went sprawling. She grunted and eased herself up on all fours, the ringing of the alarm bells reverberating in her head. That was mighty ungraceful for someone involved in a school for the arts. A sarcastic voice yelled near Ella May's ear. Ella May turned and came face to face with her childhood nemesis, Laura Lynn Gaynor.
Her mouth stretched into a hundred-watt smile. Laurelin put out her hand to help Elame to her feet. It was limp and useless as a dead fish. Where are all the parents and precious progeny? Didn't get scared off by that little old bale now, did they? Rising indignantly to her feet, Elame glowered at the stunning blonde she'd hated for most of her life. Did you set off the alarm? Laurelin feigned shock, but a spark of malice glimmered in the iris of her eyes. Please, I have better things to do with my time. Then what are you doing here? Elame watched her old enemy's face closely, searching for signs of mischief. Mercifully, the alarm ceased as abruptly as it had begun. Ah, that's better, Laurelin said congenially. I just stopped by to pick up a brochure for a neighbor's daughter. She sings like a parrot and dances like a marionette, so she should fit in here.